Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. From the Battery Street Studios of KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Matt Pittman, and this is Bay Current for Thursday, September 16th. Two high-profile California politicians in the news recently with one central question. What's the end game? The perfect time to catch up with my KCBS radio colleague. No one more plugged in to the California political scene. KCBS radio politics reporter and insider Doug Sovereign joins me here on Bay Current. Doug, always nice to catch up with you. We're going to start with Nancy Pelosi. Report coming out of CNN.com that uh, she is... Uh, evidently, no official announcement, but all signs point to her full steam ahead for a re-election. Uh, I don't think that's necessarily the biggest surprise in the world. What would be a surprise, and again, CNN.com with the report, all indications that she would look to hold on to her position in leadership uh, in the Democrat Party. Right now, that means Speaker of the House. What that looks like after midterms next year, Doug, uh, it might be you know, back to being the minority leader in the in the U.S. House. But what's your take on that? And does it surprise you, A, that she is going to seek reelection and B, that she would look to hold on to that top spot in the House Democrat leadership? It doesn't surprise me that she wants to stay in Congress. She loves her job. She's good at it. She's had it for, what, 30 something years now. Uh, and uh, I'm not that surprised. But she has said under increasing pressure from the progressive caucus of her party, that she would wrap it up. You know, she's turning 80. She'll that this would be her last uh, term in the House and her last term as Speaker. And now here she is actually going to run for re-election as far as we can tell. Now, she has not confirmed those reports and her office has not responded to our request to do so. She hasn't filed any papers, but we're pretty sure um, that this is the way it's looking, that she is actually going to run. And of course, she's a shoe-in to win another two years from San Francisco. Um, so I wouldn't be that surprised if she decides to, to stick with her job another couple of years, even though she had said she wouldn't. The bigger surprise is she had cut this deal when there was this rebellion from the left within her party uh, that, that she would step down as speaker after 2022. Now, technically, I suppose, 
if the Democrats lose control in next November, she wouldn't be speaker anymore anyway, right? She'd be House Minority Leader, as you said. So she could say, well, I'm not speaker now anyway, so what's the difference? But I should still lead my party. And there, it's very hard to imagine anybody doing a better job leading the Democrats than Nancy Pelosi. She's been extraordinary at it. Um, but yeah, she would be going back on a pledge that she made very publicly that this would be the end of the road. She can always claim whatever extenuating circumstances she wants, but I think it will come down to whether she has the support. Remember, they have to elect their leaders. So if she still got the votes and enough people within her caucus want her to stay on, um, then she can stay on, no matter how much griping there is from, from the progressives. If not, if you know it reaches critical mass where enough of them say, no, you know this is really enough, um, then she could step aside. Now, she could stay in the House representing San Francisco, um, and not be in the leadership anymore. Um, she could also then retire. I mean, get reelected next November and a couple months later decide she's done. Th that would cause a special election, which would cost money. It wouldn't really be the most um, publicly spirited thing to do it that way, but I suppose she could do that. So we're going to have to see, but all indications are now that she's going to run for at least another term in the House, if not for another term as Speaker or Minority Leader. And I agree. She, she would obviously win re-election if she runs. She'd be 82. It seems to me, Doug, that she still holds all the cards. And why is that? Because she's got all the money. She is the most prolific fundraiser of any Democrat in all of Congress, right? And so when you talk about her having the votes, we know how Washington is. If she's got all the money and the fundraising, then she's going to have a lot of support and she's going to be able to collect a lot of those chips that she needs to then, then you know, cash out when it comes time for, for the vote in, in caucus leadership, right? Yeah, and that's the way it works. Money talks. Um, but, you know, Nancy Pelosi, there's never been anyone as good at that as she is. And she knew that from the very beginning. I mean, before she was in Congress, when Sal Burton was representing San Francisco, uh, widow of, of Philip Burton, um, she was a behind-the-scenes person uh, in the party. She was a fundraiser. Uh, among other things. And she's really good at that. And she learned very quickly when she was elected to succeed the late Sally Burton that she was good at it and she should do it even though she didn't need the money. There are a lot of safe seat members of Congress who don't raise a lot of money because they don't need to, uh, you know, to win their seat. Well, she would raise far more than she needed um, and then would spread it around. And that is how you build power in Congress. She'd give it to people who didn't need it, people who couldn't raise as much as she did till they all owed her. And that's how she worked her way up through leadership. And she still does that. And she, you know, she raises millions of dollars. Uh, people will pay a lot to, to come hear her speak. And then she divvies that up among people who need it and to keep her party in power and also to win the support of those folks. And um, yeah, I mean, money talks. And But beyond that, she's been so good at this for so long. Most of the people in her caucus know that she's incredibly good at keeping people in line and, and whipping votes and counting votes and running the show in a way really no other speaker ever has. Um, and they admire and respect the, that ability. Um, and that's one of the reasons they stick with her, not just because she's putting money into their campaign coffers. But there are those in the younger generation who say, look, it's our turn. You've got this antiquated octogenarian troika running the Democrats in the House with, um, that's a phrase I just came up with, but with Pelosi and uh, Adam Clyburn and Steny Hoyer, and it's time for the, for the next wave to get their shot. And we'll see you know, if there is enough support for that sentiment, uh, you know, a year from now. And again, if the Democrats lose control of the House, which looks very likely right now, uh, just based on the redistricting maps and, and the polling, 
It does look likely that the Republicans will, will take control. I guess the stakes are a little lower because um, it's not a matter of the speakership at stake. But at the, at the same time, some of those next generation of members may say, look, we lost. I mean, let's give somebody else a shot at running this thing. Although I don't think if the Democrats lose next November, it's going to be Nancy Pelosi's fault. Right. And and I think you, you hit on what I think could be the hard part for Nancy Pelosi. You know, does she then have to go to Steny Hoyer or Jim Clyburn and say, hey, one of you guys needs to step down. So a Pramila Jayapal or someone else from the more progressive wing of that caucus can elevate into leadership because I'm not going to do it, guys. I'm, I'm Nancy Pelosi. I'm not going to step back. But Jim Clyburn, perhaps it's you. Steny Hoyer, perhaps it's you. Would that be part of the calculus for her? I mean, that I imagine would have to be a brutal conversation for her to have with Steny Hoyer after all they've been through. Uh, you know, I don't know. I mean, uh, there's been a sense that they'd all kind of go together as a team. I suppose she could say, look, I'll give you Steny. Steny, sorry, buddy. And he would do it, I think, probably. Yeah. Um, but but um, I don't know. We'll have to see if it comes to that. I mean, I, I just don't know uh, how that would work. I mean, she could, they could cut a deal, say, Oh, look, they'll step down. I'll stay on. Give me two more years. It's, it's possible. Um, but you know, uh, there's so much time we're talking about a year from now and, and so much can change. And you know, the age thing really matters less than it used to. I mean, look how old our president is. Look how old our last two presidents have been both the oldest president in history as successively. Um, you know, as long as your faculties remain intact and you're, you can do the job, I don't think being 70 or 80 matters as much anymore as it used to. Uh, you know, now certainly people get older. I mean, we see them slow down and, and sometimes daughter a little bit. Um, but uh, a lot of these people, I mean, the, the amount of energy Nancy Pelosi still has is, is pretty remarkable considering that she's 81. Um, and I don't think those, you know, the age thing is just kind of a number much more than it used to be when, you know, 65 or 68 seemed like it was kind of old. Of course, as I get older, those numbers seem much younger than they used to. <laughs> You're not even close. Don't you, I don't even want to hear it. Uh, switching gears a little bit, a little closer to home up in Sacramento. Uh, Governor Gavin Newsom has set Republican and conservative Twitter and the internet ablaze with a, a statement, basically taking the approach of the very controversial Texas uh, abortion law that the Supreme Court with a very controversial decision, has come out and allowed to stand, basically taking the framework of that law and applying it to guns in California the way they apply it to abortion in Texas. I guess first, Doug, do a better job of, of recapping it than I just did. What is Gavin Newsom trying to do here with this? Is is this political theater or, or is he on to something? Well, I think it's his way of, of really rubbing uh, Texas's nose and what they've done. I mean, what basically, yeah, to, to simplify a little bit, of course, the new Texas abortion law empowers private citizens to sue for up to $10,000 anyone who, who facilitates an abortion, as opposed to the government prosecuting anyone who breaks the law. And that has been widely ridiculed by Democrats and abortion supporters and Gavin Newsom, uh, but not by the Supreme Court, which has let it stand for now. 
And now the governor has turned around and said, okay, fine. You know, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. We'll do it too. Um, so if you're going to do that, we'll do it to, um, to prevent people from buying or selling or having assault weapons and ghost guns. And now the governor of Florida, Ron DeSantis, wants to use it uh, to prosecute, to, I think his law is called the Stop Woke Law, which would ban, uh, make sure nobody teaches critical race theory in the schools. I mean, you're going to see this all over the country, which is one of the things that critics of the Texas scheme warned about that that you're it's going to run rampant and what stops it nothing if the courts don't so newsom is saying all right we'll do it here too the problem i think for newsom there is that to me and other observers he undercuts his own moral authority a bit by in a sense saying two wrongs make a right i mean if, if you do something wrong and i say you can't do that that's wrong and then i say all right well i'll do it too for different reasons but you know, I, I lose my right to tell you what you've done is wrong, and it makes me look somewhat hypocritical. So I think to that extent, that may be a bit of a mistake by Newsom. But what he's trying to do is send the message that I think the larger message that, well, you know, if you're going to do it for that, we're going to do it for this. So in some ways, he reinforces the argument that it's wrong by making it clear to the courts that this is just going to run amok for all kinds of, I mean, what's to stop a state from doing that for same-sex marriage or or anything else that the Supreme Court ha- has already said is okay? So a big difference between the Texas situation and the California one is that, of course, there's the Second Amendment and, and uh, you have certain rights to bear arms um, as opposed to abortion rights hanging by Roe v. Wade and the subsequent Casey decision, which the court could overturn. So unless the court's going to set aside the Second Amendment or limit it in some way, which it's not going to do, um, there, there's a, diff- a major difference there between the two. But uh, it's an interesting political move. It certainly got him more national attention, made him an even more prominent national figure. We're going to have to see how that one plays out, though. Doug Sovereign, KCBS Radio. You hear him every afternoon. The state of California every afternoon at 3.30 and also the state of California podcast here on the Odyssey app, kcbsradio.com and wherever you listen to podcasts. Doug, you're the best. Great insight as always. Do appreciate it. Thanks so much, Matt. Thanks for having me. If you're enjoying the Bay Current podcast, please subscribe on the Odyssey app, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or just about anywhere you listen. And every episode of Bay Current is on the KCBS Radio YouTube page. That's it for today's Bay Current. I'm Matt Pittman. We'll chat with you again tomorrow. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.